Boom, what's up, visionaries? This is Mason Vrains back at it again. Today, I want to dive into something pretty cool, which is the power and the value of interviews and how to actually get on them. So let's dive in. In today's day and age, it's never been easier to start a business. That also means that there's more competition than ever when starting a business. As more and more visionaries struggle to get their business to break through, the real question becomes, how will you find your breakthrough before the world leaves you behind? I've spent the last three years trying to answer that question, and amongst all the get-rich-quick schemes, clutter, and junk I found on the internet, I finally cracked the code. Follow me and countless other visionaries as we make our vision become our reality. So this is some pretty powerful stuff that really changed the direction of my life forever and helped actually get me that breakthrough that I desired. And... If you guys know who Alex Becker is, he's a good entrepreneur and tech entrepreneur, and he is big on interviews. And he says that the best way to learn, essentially, is to watch interviews of people that have done the thing that you want to do. But even better than that, I think, is being the person that's actually interviewing. And Russell Brunson's big on this, where he says, uh, like, if you're starting off or you're trying to break through, and I agree with this full heartedly, you have to start interviewing people because, A, you get access to some pretty cool people. B, it's not as hard as you think, and C, you can ask them the exact and direct questions that you have that you're stuck in. And this personal revelation and insight you get directly with that person is obviously invaluable, and, and if you are to pay for coaching from that person, it costs you thousands of dollars, but because it's an interview, you uh, get access to them for free. And what's even cooler than that, and this is what I did with my initial launch that really broke through and crossed six figures in a matter of days, was... We are we created obviously a financial product. It's how to start a fund, and these people are very particular buyers that are higher level, right? They're more wealthy, and they're more sticklers on certain things. And for us to get them to trust us with this product and actually buy, we obviously had to navigate around some things. And so, a uh, what we did is we did this little circuit, and what we did was we sent out a series of packages and emails and contact points and gifts to about 15 different fund managers that manage hundreds of millions of dollars. They're established experts, you know, just saying what they've done in the past will get anyone to raise an eyebrow and say, whoa, what is this? And so we reached out to all these people that honestly, we didn't, some of them like we uh, had prior connections to, but a lot of people heard about us for the first time through this. And what you conventionally think is that there's no way these people would ever even give you the time of day. But what's cool is that these people, they are, they love what they do, right? They love funds and, or whatever that you're going to interview people about. They absolutely love the thing. And the th reality is inside of their immediate world, not a lot of people actually care about funds, right? Uh, if you guys ever go to family dinner, like you're obsessed with this entrepreneur thing, but I doubt that there's that many people at your family dinner that actually care unless you have a special family that is all in this world too. Right. And so when these people that are kind of just doing their thing and in their own little secluded world get people reaching out wanting to talk about the thing that they love and they geek out on, a lot of people take you know take the bite. And and so we uh, we didn't just send one pack package out to these people, right? We sent out multiple. We sent out a total of four to each person, I think maybe even five. And we sent out like every two weeks, we'd send out a new one and new one and follow up with emails and, and did all these cool little strategies to get these people to you know, to ensure that they saw the packages, saw the opportunity and saw what we we're asking of them. And we weren't trying to be these annoying buggy people, but we we're just trying to basically make it seem like it's a win-win, build up value on their end and make it worth their time. And 
we sent out these things. People, uh, we only got like six people to say yes, which is all that we needed. And we interviewed those people about 30 minutes to an hour each person. And those interview recordings, we spliced up in different sections, different topics. And going into that interview, we didn't just, you know, go in with no topics or no ideas of what we're going to talk about. We, uh, ahead of time, built out a framework like, okay, here's what you need to do to start a fund. I understand these steps and there's obviously tons of steps. So building out that framework initially was a pain and it was hard to do, but once you have it, now you have clarity. And then me and my business partner Bridger looked at that and we're like, well, uh, we, uh, I can talk and I can teach on these certain topics, but there's other things I'm just not qualified to do. or I just, I don't know how to do, even though I know that you have to do them. I am not the guy for that. And so throughout these interviews, we reached out to people that we knew filled those gaps. Like, Oh, we're really good at debt funds which is just a type of fund that deals with, you know, personal debt, but I don't know anything about venture capital or all the, you know, or family offices, whatever it is. And you don't need to know what those terms are. You said, understand the, you know, the principle is that there are certain things I can't teach and I don't know about. And there's certain things that other people do know well about. Right? And so you go into these interviews to try to fill the gaps of your framework. Does that make sense? And Obviously, you'll pull some other nuggets and they'll start talking about things you didn't even think about, right? And so then when you go back after the interview, you splice up the video by editing it. I use Premiere Pro into different subjects and different topics and different things that they cover and they talked about, right? And then at the end of that, that 30 to an hour minute interview turned into like 10 to 20 different lessons, right? Or 10 to 20 different episodes inside of your backend course or whatever you guys want to do. And this is obviously doing it through a course and a program kind of look right but this works for you know pretty much anything you want to do um and so what we did is we spliced it up and and put it into a back-end course uh it wasn't just randomly organized right it was based on the framework and it was very systemized like okay you follow the first module video by video it gets you to this point right now you hit a milestone all right then the next module gets you to another milestone and by the end of the program you go through all the videos and take all the action steps boom now you have a fund that can be up and running and making money soon Right. And that was the goal. That's how we structured it. So it's not just random. Right. And that way, the program's good. People don't refund and you can sell it better because when you're selling the thing, it's like, oh, that is amazing. Right. Um, And so those interviews are cool. But also a little hidden benefit was on these interviews. We learned so much stuff from these people that, you know, most people don't even know. Right. And so us as entrepreneurs are growing in just just lucrative wealth of knowledge and every single topic and anything we can ask these people for. So we're getting experience. We're growing. We're building amazing connections with these people that we can now text and rely on and, and contact in the future. Right. And we just have this amazing hook now where you can leverage these people's names and their authorities. So when we go out to sell the thing, um, it's not like, Oh, who's this person? That's just, you know, these young 20 year old kids trying to teach me about this fun thing. I'm a 40 year old man that has money and I'm not going to listen to this kid. Right. And that's what most people would think. But because we had all these cool fund managers, six to be exact, that have raised and have hundreds of millions of dollars in their funds, and it wasn't that hard to get out to them, to reach out to them, to find their info, and to ultimately set up an interview call. Uh, once you got those things out, now people are like, well, even if Mason or Bridger, even if they don't know what they're talking about, and Bridger's the guy that, that is uh, the face of this business, and so was, if even if Bridger doesn't know what, what he's talking about, it doesn't matter because so-and-so does, or so-and-so does. And that was kind of the psychology behind it. And not, not a lot of people thought that. Like A lot of people trusted Bridger as it is as an expert because we have a podcast going and we publish there a ton and it's good stuff. Um, you can't sell crap, right? You got to have something that's good, but it's getting around that trust factor. So we bundled it all together, we sold it, and it blew up and it did really well.
Does that make sense? And so for you guys, whatever you're doing, if you're stuck um, trying to sell something, try to look for who are the industry experts and then try to set up an interview with them because you'll gain a cool connection, right? You'll have some, you'll get to answer all your most pressing questions. And even if you're not selling a course, like you still bundle those interviews up, splice them up, make them look good, right? Whatever it is. And you can still use those interviews as an asset, as a bonus to what you're selling, right? You're selling e-commerce, um, like let's say you're selling journals, right? That help productivity. Well, awesome. Now you have a bonus with these cool, very productive CEOs and you throw that in there for free. And now this product that was just, you know, this journal before is pretty valuable because, oh, there's never before seen content with so-and-so, right? And so now, even if I don't want the journal, like I might just buy your thing just to have the interview with that person because that's a topic and that's a thing I want to learn and hear about because I respect that person. Obviously, if you're in contact with that person, you must be pretty legit, right? And so it transfers that credibility to you and it just works out and wins for everybody. And so do that, guys. Start setting up some interviews. All you got to do is reach out to the person. Um, we obviously went pretty hard because we understood the level of the person that we're reaching out to. So we sent out packages and gifts because uh, if we want to have these really high level people to come on, we need to kind of convey that value to them. But let's say they're just getting, you know, people that aren't as, you know, wise or experienced, whatever, to, or even like we could, probably could have emailed out and gotten some people on anyways, right? We just want to go above and beyond. But the principle is just reach out to them. Don't make it seem like you're trying to take up their time, right? You got to reach out to them with a scope. That's like, Hey, this is pretty cool. Like you're going to win in the situation, you know, make it seem like a win-win for them and take away all the risk. Understand that these people are tight on time, right? And so make it very easy and friction, you know, frictionless for that person so that them jumping on this call is not going to be a burden to them at all. You know, cater around their schedules and all that stuff and find out like basically what is the objections this person would have to jumping on an interview with me, right? Find those objections. And now you know exactly what to say in these letters or emails to basically break down those objections. So it's a no brainer for them to jump on with you. Does that make sense? And if you guys are students at schools, leverage that because people, everyone likes a student. Um, just think about all the things that you can leverage in your favor to make you seem like someone that's worth spending time with and basically just kind of cater to them. And this formula works super well. If you reach out to 20 people, uh, you'll get at least five to respond, right? And so it's just a numbers game at a point. Don't reach out to just one person and hope that they respond. That wouldn't be very wise, right? Find, create your, like your basically, we had a template. Just create your template and then shift out some things that are personal to them. Um, like, you know, their name, obviously in, in the letter. Um, but that, and then it's some other things that details you research about this person. Um, but for the most of it, it's just a copy and paste kind of thing once you create that first template, right? And then reach out to as many people as you can. And you'll start having these interviews pour in. You'll grow so fast and learn so much so quickly. Uh, whenever I'm hitting a rut or, you know, if I, whenever I'm like in a rut and I need to get out of it, uh, I'll start reaching out to people that I know have solved this problem before. Ask them the thing on the interview. Now I have great content, great things to leverage for the future, great things I can package up and sell. And I have my question answered uh, for free. So pretty cool stuff. This is invaluable. Like most people that break through do some sort of transferred authority to actually break through Russell Brunson, for instance, um, his major breakthrough in his first product that made a million dollars is an interview with Vincent James, who made a hundred million dollars selling supplements in 90 days. Russell reached out to him. Vincent said, yes, they interviewed for six hours. Russell packaged that up, sold it, called it the 12 month millionaire and 
that book made or that recording and package, whatever the offer was just made stupid amount of money because I don't, even if I don't know who this Russell guy is like, Oh, Vincent James made a hundred million dollars in 90 days. I don't care who either of these people are. That's pretty cool. And you have something to teach me, right? Like that's just really awesome. This guy is obviously an authority and obviously someone I can trust uh, because it's not easy doing that. And yeah, that's basically what happened. And that's what kickstarted his whole thing. And he's been blown up since, right? Um, I can go on the list and just go on and on about this, but the principle remains the same, right? So leverage some interviews, not just for a product standpoint, but for you growing and learning and really just building out your network and getting some cool connections. It's worth your time. I don't know if like, that's one of those valuable things you can spend your time on. And so action items for the day, go out and just reach out to one person at least. 10 is a bonus, 20 is even better. Uh, if you're going really hard, do 100, right? But reach out to at least somebody asking for an interview and pitch it so that's a win-win for that person that it's a no-brainer that they should jump on with you and if you do that correctly and they see it odds are they're gonna say yes right and so another cool little thing i want to add in at the end here is angle like oh you only take like 15 minutes of your time because odds are when you jump on the call they'll get on a roll and you got them like the hardest part is just getting them on there right and so if you say like, oh jump on for a two-hour call with me uh for an interview like no one's gonna say yes to that because no one wants to spend two hours with someone they don't know and two hours is a lot of time especially for people that are doing stuff with their lives right but if you say hey jump on for 15 20 minutes with me you know kind of that angle like okay i can do that because you know 15 to 20 minutes is it's pretty much nothing and then when they get into it then they can extend from 20 minutes to 30 minutes to even an hour if, if they're on a roll obviously be polite with their with you know what they're doing but it gets you know, you get to that point where you can extend the interview because it's going to good places. And yeah. And if you guys are worried about like, okay, what do I say in my interviews? You know, obviously use that framework technique I talked about earlier, but also just study interviewers and people that are good at that. A suggestion I have is the mixer G podcast. See how that guy interviews people. His name's Andrew Warner, really good interviewer. And just like really study the crap out of him, uh, obviously go in there and learn, but study the interviewer and see how he does it right and then you can start modeling that because he's good at what he does and so yeah that, that's some good stuff you guys have to do now uh very powerful stuff and a lot of people won't tell you to do this and so thank you guys for listening i appreciate it this will be very helpful and i know that this will help transform your business um if you guys do this and it doesn't let me know because i don't think it's possible but anyways talk to you guys tomorrow peace